All right. Well, welcome to the second episode of the Central Podcast. Uh, my name is Josh Schaefer, the worship pastor here, and I am blessed to have Jackie Blavelt here with us today. And on our stories edition, we're learning about the the wonderful people we have a part of the music community here at Central. And uh, I'm sure we're in for a treat today as Jackie is with us. So why don't you say hello, Jackie? Just hello. a greeting. Hi, everybody. <laughs> so it's awesome to have her with us. So Jackie, just want to dive right in here. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how you came to Christ and uh, how you got involved with music, uh, not necessarily in the church, but just how maybe music became, you know, a part, I know it's, it's deep inside of you. So tell us about uh, how, how that became connected with you, maybe even as a child. So. I, I grew up in a very musical family. My grandfather was very involved actually at, at Central Assembly. He was here and very involved in the musical side of things. And he was quite a musician himself. And as a young man, he traveled with his mom, who was an evangelist, and he was the band leader. And so music goes way, way back, and my grandfather had a big influence on my life, and so did my dad. And when I was a little girl, my grandfather and his three sons, one of them being my dad, were a musical group that traveled church to church. Wow. And I would go with them, and I was just enamored with how they could play those instruments and sing, and the harmony, just all of it. And actually, that's where I was... Uh, saved. I remember being at a small church. I don't know where we were, but uh, Grandpa had a sermon, and I remember it. It was about the um, the line of, the, you know, we can count the apple, the seeds in an apple, but only God can count the trees or the apples in a seed. And it was the multiplication factors of how God can use a life. And it just touched me. I was five years old. And I remember going to the altar and this big puddle of tears on that big board. And it was just, it just riveted me and it's never left. And so um, when I was a little bit older, I was very interested in stringed instruments, guitar especially. And so grandpa was trying to teach me and my dad and my grandpa and I called ourselves the three generations and we would go around to churches and sing. And I just, I just thought that was the greatest thing ever. And so music has been a part of my life since I was very, very small. Yeah, that's amazing. So it's kind of a marriage of the salvation experiences tied to the musical piece already and how that connected with you. So, wow, that, that's, that's beautiful. So did you, was that traveling in Missouri? Where did, was it, where did you guys travel? What it was, was all local. Okay. We would go around to the small churches in the Ozark area and just any opportunity we had, we went. That's amazing. Yeah. My, uh, my family growing up as well, my grandfather sang, played the accordion, my dad sang, and then I, and they would call us Generations Cubed sometimes. Oh, that's like, awesome. When it, you know, you'd see the special in the, in the bulletin, Generations Cubed. So it was kind of similar kind of yes. a story there. So pretty neat. Um, so then how did you get involved with music here at Central? How, what, what was that process like for you? Um, I've been involved in the music here since I was about five years old. We, we had choirs as, you know, like we do today. We have choirs for all of the age groups and um, very involved in all of that, and it just, uh, we had a very active youth group. By the time I got to junior high and high school, we had a, a youth group choir that was just enormous, and we, it was in the era where you could travel, and it was safe to travel, mm. and so every summer we would, we would head for the buses, and we'd take off, and we'd be traveling all over the United States, uh, singing, and playing instruments, and just doing special services in churches 
And at that time, it was safe to stay with people, and we would just, sure. you know, make it as cheap as possible. Yeah. And we would go on these wonderful trips, and it's just so much ingrained in part of what I do. I remember as an adult, um, and I can't even remember what age I was. Maybe I was in my 30s, but it never dawned on me ever that what I was doing was being a volunteer. Mm. It never occurred to me that that was volunteering. I was doing what I wanted to do for the Lord, and I loved it. And it wasn't... It w- Somebody talked about being a volunteer, you know, the choir is such a volunteer group. And I thought, I, I'd never, that was the most foreign thought to me. Sure. I couldn't understand why that was considered being a volunteer because it was just a part of your life. Yeah. And a joy to do it as well. Yes. Just it brings yes. so much life, yeah, to, to you. Um, so you grew up in Central then. You grew up here as a child. So you've been here many, many years. And now much of your family still attends here. Your kids attend here. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about that transition then of like making Central your home. So it, it, was there ever a time where you felt like, um, like, man, this is my church. And this is, you know, was there an experience that you kind of latch onto that? Wow, you know. Um, well, Central has always been my home, and it's it's never been a big church to me. Yeah. It's never been a big church. It and and some people consider it so, and that always surprises me. Mm. And we have a lot of wonderful people here that are involved in colleges that work at the headquarters building. It's an unusual church because as many churches try so hard to close the back door, they don't want to lose anybody. Central is preparing people to send them out. Yeah. And so it it's almost a, a, a loving, painful experience because we're trying to prepare people that may not be staying to be able to do ministry elsewhere. Yeah. And to have an opportunity to do something with so many people. I remember being in the wings when we would do uh, cantatas and musicals in the old sanctuary, which is now the multi-purpose hall. Yeah. And we would come down the balcony stairs. That's where we would get in line to come down the aisles to get on the platform to do the program. And I would pinch myself every time. I couldn't believe that I was involved in such a big group of people that were just normal, everyday, struggling with life, just like everybody else. Mm. But when we all got together in that number, it was this magnificent sound and wonderful experience. And of course, with the crowds being able to see uh, the central um, congregation was from from age to age. It was every age group. And you have somebody practically dancing in the aisles over here, a young person over here jumping up and down, someone in the back that is clapping not on the beat, someone else that is clapping on the beat, and someone else that is not singing at all with their hands in the air. It's just everybody and everything, and I love every single... It's the closest thing to heaven yeah, that I it's know. it's beautiful. It is. Yeah, it's beautiful. I think of even this past Sunday night when we had the debt celebration service and just seeing the youth up front and then the multi-generations that were represented there and just, you know, we're dancing and exciting yes. and it's life and it's, yeah, it just wonderful, wonderful moments of worship like heaven. This is what yes. it's going to be someday. Um, is there a favorite moment or maybe a funny moment or a favorite moment that you have while serving something that you could share with us? Yes. Yes, I have so many. I don't know which one to pick. Um, probably the funniest one. Um, there are so many, Josh. But um, 
the funniest one, I, I was involved in a lot of the drama productions. That was a big deal for a while. And we did a program called El Shaddai. Mm. And I played the part of Mary. And David Smith, who was a professor of drama at Evangel for many years, was um, our set designer. And he was the director. So it was, it was we pulled out all the stops. And the 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 platform was transformed into this stage that looked like we were in the Middle East and the the platform was tilted about 15 degrees so that from the congregational's view it would look really far back. Wow. But um, that created a little bit of um, a challenge for the people that were being the actors. I can imagine, yeah. Because you're not on level ground. And so my part, uh, I needed a prop so I used an old white tablecloth and at first it was over Mary's arm and as she's talking about her life in retrospect and during part of the scene I turn and I'm fashioning this cloth over my arm into what looks like a child wrapped in a blanket and when I turn around it's all of a sudden I have a baby in my arms yeah and then at the end, it becomes the shroud that Jesus was wrapped in and her joy wow. whenever the, the tomb was empty. And of course, when she's singing for joy, she grabs the shroud and she's whirling on that cr- crooked stage, whirling it over <laughs> her head. And on one of the evenings, it landed squarely on my head. <laughs> and I could not see. I, it was just the whop right on the microphone. Oh, know? man. And I was trying to fly out of that thing, trying to <laughs> get myself back together. But it was all I could do. It was in one of the most joyous moments. So even laughing was fine. Sure, yeah. But, yeah, that was one of the moments that was, I was just thankful that I didn't fall. Yeah, when you started that story in this tilt of the stage, I was thinking, oh, no, she's going to be rolling, down, tripping and rolling. and So <laughs> it could have ended a lot worse. There was a high probability. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Well, tell us a little bit about your background, Jackie. Um, I know you have some medical field, uh, maybe some of your hobbies, uh, just, yeah, what, what you enjoy doing, your job, and where you're kind of at in this stage of life now. Okay. I'm married to... A wonderful man named Doug Blavelt, and we have been married forever. And we have three children, and they're married to wonderful people. And we have five grandchildren, and four grand cats, and two grand dogs. Awesome. And it's just a wonderful life. And they all live close, and I do not take that for granted. We're very involved in their lives. We also have um, my husband's mom who lives here and we are her principal care uh, providers as far as she lives independently but we get her groceries and that sort of thing so it's a pretty busy life when you add that with church and the sports that all the grandkids are in now and all of that we are game poor we're going to (laughs) games all the time and that is not a complaint it is just wonderful but as far as my interests and hobbies, I will not live long enough to do all the things I love to do <laughs> because everything has to do with music and art. And my highest aptitude in high school was mechanical engineering, and they did not know what to do with me. And I didn't know what to do with me. But God um, led me into the profession of nursing and 
it was just a beautiful fit because the genius of God in anatomy and physiology and pathophysiology is astounding. Mm. And it's like gears that work together. It's very mechanical and it makes so much sense to me. And so, uh, whatever, when nursing happens or it's very married to the church because that's where nursing began was out of the church. And so I was a pastor here for a while at Central. I worked with the women and senior adults, and that was a great fit because um, I did a lot of the hospital visits, and I I could teach and pray specifically right down to the cellular level to my heart's content, and I didn't have to go out and spend two hours documenting it That's all. Amazing. It was it was yeah. wonderful, but the whole the whole marriage of professional work, I. I I knew a lot of medical people that were very involved in music. There seemed to be a lot of that common thread. So I guess it's just the way the brain is wired. It Mm. it kind of goes together. And not that I'm very good with music theory. I will be the first to say I'm not. I just hear it. I I hear it. And I understand what harmony is. And and I, I just attribute that to just being around it so much. But that is basically how I spend my time and how it all goes together um, by the end of the day it's just it's just the way it is with music and the medical side of things and just the opportunity to get to do both sure yeah and the lyrics that you produce man I've I've gotten to write a little bit with you and then also to we've shared some things back and forth and man the lyrics that that come out of Jackie are just beautiful just just amazing poetic and just heartfelt and yeah, just really, really special. So look Thank forward you. to continuing to yes. to develop that and, and moving forward um, with some of those those opportunities as well. But how about I know there's a, a something I'm thinking of uh, that many people may know is that you have illustrated, written, and illustrated a children's book. Is that? Yes. I mean, tell us a little bit about that. <laughs> that was uh, uh, something that sort of just happened. Um, I'm very interested in art, so I took classes at Ozark Technical College learning how to draw on the computer. It was very interesting to me. It was something that was grandkid friendly. I I didn't have to leave paints out. You know, it it would work. And I, but I didn't know how. And so I just, I'm a lifelong learner. So I just, I'm going to take a class. So I went (laughs) and I took a class on how to do the illustrator program in the Adobe um, theater. And it was fascinating to me. And so one of my assignments was, drawing this I don't know it was just this big fish and so I thought I'm this is what I'm going to draw and I I was going to turn it into my instructor and so I wanted his critique to find out what I needed to do differently and basically he told me don't touch it leave it alone wow and my children were they thought it was so funny looking and so fun they challenged me to to write a book and to put it to um an illustration and this was a it was a story that had really come from um one of our children that inspired this fish in the first place so that was very funny to them yeah (laughs) so that's how that started and it became just a, a personal challenge of mine it took about three years to draw all the art and to do that and I was working full time so I would work at night and I would start Uh drawing and it was like music you know you get involved in that that zone and you don't even know what time it is. Sure. So 
it, that's just how it came to be. And it just finally got finished and there it that's is. That's amazing. Amazing. Anything, and another interesting fact, maybe something we, we might not know about you that oh. people might find surprising. Well, let's see. This is something my husband thought I should share. I've had my motorcycle license since I was in college. That's, That's how amazing. I got around. Yeah. I had a 350 Honda Scrambler. Okay. And it was candy orange and it was awesome. And that's how I got around very cheaply when I was in school. <laughs> and of course, now Doug and I travel on the in the summers. We go all over the place and we've been coast to coast and in Canada on the back of a bike and it's just a wonderful way to see the world. And the the only thing I probably should share is he will not let me drive his Harley. Oh, that will not happen okay. because it's way too big for me. And he would be he would probably crash worrying about me if I had another <laughs> bike and I was gonna crash or whatever. But we do go all over the place on that bike and it's it's very outdoor and it's pretty rugged at times and it's just fine. That's amazing. That's am- so you're still riding. You're yes. still that's that's amazing. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's take this uh, to maybe a spiritual focus here and, and share a scripture or a just a theme that God is working in your heart these days. Uh, just something that that's burning inside of you that you feels appropriate to share with us today. It's interesting to think about this from a bird's eye view. That particular question. Um, what is so wonderful about a relationship with the Lord is His ability to speak to you whenever you're in the moment. It is it, a theme or it's just the theme, I guess, that's in my life is he walks and talks with us. He, he is with us in a dynamic way. And it's never the same every day. There's, there's a different need. There's a different concern. There's something else going on. And God works in it. It is just there. Mm-hmm. And so to put that into a particular capsule or a or a box, I really can't because it's so it ebbs and flows like the tide. It's just whatever is happening in your life, he will be there and he will speak to you. And sometimes you will listen to a song that you've heard for years and it will take on a new dimension yeah. because of what your need is or what's happening in your life. And I I love scripture. I love singing scripture. I love Music, music is the language of the soul, and mm. sometimes uh, I can hear words, but if it's put to music, I never forget it. And there used to be there used to be a a group. I think it was the Agape Force or something. And they would do these musicals for kids and have these wonderful albums. They were so much fun. My favorite one was called Aunt Sylvania. Mm. It was the best, but. They had a song that said, if you sing it, you'll never forget it. That's amazing. And that's the truth. It is. Yeah. It's like, I still remember my, we had these NIV kids clubs singing the Bible, you yes. know, you say, they just, you know, scriptures just come and they're goofy songs, but they stick with you. And uh, you were talking about, he walks and talks with us. That reminds me of that hymn in the garden, right? Mm-hmm. And he walks with me. He talks with me, tells me I'm his own, you know, just, man, I almost want to sing it. It just, it, you hear it in your head. It just those, the way that just even started songs, up, I'll sing yeah, harmony. <laughs> sings our songs and it just brings scripture. It brings memories. It, it puts, it seals it on our hearts. It, it ties it to that experience and just how powerful that is. Yeah. Yes, and in, in, a, in a central perspective, as far as our church is concerned, for any of you that are listening, there is a blend here that is, there's a, there's a great need for new music, but there's a wonderful 
need and respect for the old music. That's right. And it blends together in such beautiful ways that there is no, it, it's kind of like what, what my dad told me when I was about 27, he told me, and it was a very wise thing to say, one of his wise things that he would say, and he said, after the age of 21, you really don't get any older in your mind. Mm-hmm. You, you are the same age, um, but you just grow in experience. That's really the only difference. And so it's hard whenever you look in the mirror and you don't see yourself as being 21, but you still feel the same way. You just stop looking in the mirror. That's all I can tell you. Just stop <laughs> looking in the mirror. But the whole the, the whole thing of putting together old with the new and blending it all together, it's like a, a picture of a blended com, uh, congregation. Mm. And you will hear a young person over here who knows that song really well from, from singing, and you, you see them out in the congregation, and they are just lost in this song. And then you start, um, He Hideth My Soul. And there's a couple over here that are uh, in advanced years, and they're just lost because all of a sudden they've connected to that. Right. And it is wonderful to see that. It is. Some, I, I listened to a podcast. A friend of mine talks about songs as being memorials. In the Old Testament, they always were setting up memorials. You know, they crossed the Red Sea and made it a memorial. And those songs are memorials that people have set yes. up. It's a time in their life when, you know, they were walking through a trial and, man, they held on to that song. And when you hear that song again, it's like walking past the monument or the memorial. It just, it's, man, you remember where that was and test and reflect on it. And it, it takes you back there. So I think those old songs, they're memorials, they're monuments that, that have, God has got us through. It's, it's a testament to his faithfulness and where he's brought us. And, and uh, I think also uh, someone else says the old song gathers and unites and the new song launches forward so you have to have both of those kind of those unifying you know that gather the troop and man we're just singing and declaring this and then all right here's a new song for where we're going so it just it's it, it, that's what I love about Central and the multi-generation and the way we tie the old and the new. And um, it is, it's it's a beautiful just melting pot of, of what God is doing. Well, so. and I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's, it's easy when uh, you're an older person. It's sometimes it's a little harder to learn the new music, but it, it's a wonderful challenge mm. to do that and to be part of the march, you mm. know, to keep moving forward and be part of what's happening now, but still know there's still um, moments where you're going to get that that chicken noodle soup that yeah. you remember from grandma. You know, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. Food. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's going to happen. That's amazing. Is there a favorite song right now? What, what's what's uh, one of your favorites? Well, that's that's hard, too, because I like them all. Yeah. <laughs> it's very hard. Um, sometimes... The, the, the latest song that we just sang, actually, was um, um, I Know Your Past is Broken. Mm. You can move on. It's over now um, here in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. And there is this wonderful um, thread through that particular song that we all can relate to because everybody is not exempt to a broken spot. That's right. Everybody has a broken spot. And just the hope of thinking... It's, it's over now. You can move forward. I've learned over the years that God doesn't change my circumstance. He rarely does, but he will change the perspective. And, mm. oh, my goodness, he answers prayers in that way so many times. And, yes, I've seen m- miracles happen, miraculous turnarounds, miraculous healings, miraculous things. 
But most of the time, he is in the everyday, everyday, everyday. That's right. And helping us understand to put on a different pair of glasses, Jackie. Put yeah. on a different pair and look at it from this way and see it through my eyes for once. And boy, if, if, if we could just get to that sometimes, it would save ourselves a lot of heartache. Sure. Yeah, that's one of Pastor Jim's favorites right now as well, which is why we've been incorporating it a little bit because it gives some language to lament and just the how long, how long God, it acknowledges where we, how long will you, will I suffer? But, and then, but he turns it around at the end as well of, you know, I trust in your unfailing love. There's that, you're in that same chapter, he, he's going from how long Lord to I trust in your unfailing love. It is, it's a change of perspective, this God, we can, it's okay to, to cry out to the Lord and have honest conversation. Um, but then we do come to that point where, Hey, God, I still trust you even in this, this hardness in this, in this, in this difficult time. So yeah, that's love that song as well. So, yes. um, so awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time, Jackie. Anything else that you, you wanted to say that, uh, um, as you were preparing for this or. Well, whoever's listening, if you're not in the choir or in the band, join. <laughs> great. That's a great word. Great encouragement. So, hey, thanks so much, Jackie. A privilege to, to be and just here, uh, just digging a little bit to your story and, and get to know you a little better. So pray you guys have a great week and uh, we'll, we'll see you uh, in the future. So Bye, thanks, everybody. everybody.